Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Castology. This is Castology, the podcast where we listen to podcasts and review podcasts mm. and recommend podcasts because yeah. how else are you going to discover what podcasts you want to listen to? I'm one of your castologists, Ainsley Weber, here with regular co-host... Nick Blicker. And special guest co-host castologist... Asabi Goodman. Hello, Asabi. How are you Hi, going? I'm great, thanks. How are you guys? Uh, I'm pretty good. Now, I just want to like put it way up front here at the top of the episode that we're recording this at the opposite end of the day yeah. than we usually do. This is, it's, it's fucking it's, weird. It's very early in the morning. Yeah. By, By my very request. early, I mean about 10. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's too early. Yeah. I'm sorry. Look, that was my fault. I was like, I have a whole day planned. Can we do it early? And I'll shout everyone a chai latte. That was everyone's choices. Yes, thank you. And I came through. Are they uh, actually good, paid. by the way? It's from they one of my favourite good, cafes. Yes, okay, good. Yes. Very sweet. Mm. I, I forget that that's what chai latte Chai's like, yeah, yeah, they yeah, are yeah. sweet. I've had sweeter, but I mean, this this one's good for me. Okay, thank God. Because. I was like, honestly, if you said it was shit, I would have been in the cafe immediately. I would have so. thrown it back on you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is uh, that kind of morning. The, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and it's so cold, so it's okay. So yeah. that's all right. <laughs> this gift chai is not good enough. Yes. <laughs> okay, so what we do here is we recommend each recommend a podcast, and then we'll go back and we'll recommend the podcast we recommended last week. Asabi is in the fine position of not having recommended a podcast last week. So no, yay. We get, we, <laughs> we get to smack talk Shane, who yes. was our last guest castologist. <laughs> uh, so uh, I guess we'll jump straight into the recommendation. Oh no, before we start, Asabi, what kind of podcast mm. do you like? What, oh my what gosh. What do you listen to? I, all, in all honesty, my podcast choices are quite random. Um, I mean, I listen to things from celebrities like RuPaul and um, I think that's the only celebrity I listen to. <laughs> <laughs> but actually, I tend to listen to podcasts that are... God, I hate this word, are more woke, <laughs> if you will, and podcasts that sort of deal with diversity in America. So I am American, and, and it's really? kind of, I know, no shocking, way. right? Um, it's my way to stay connected to my home right country. Now? I do. It's pointed at you under the table. <laughs> do and not that's why move. you're here. <laughs> No, that's, that's cool. Right. I mean, we are also a big fan of uh, the more woke podcasts. Mm. We have yet to recommend a right-wing <laughs> podcast. Uh, even I can totally do that, though, I'm sure. <laughs> should, we, should we do that as a topic? Please, no. <laughs> uh, like, we should. That's the thing. I would <laughs> love to. I love talking to the Ooh. alt-right. I mean, I just find them fascinating, and I've been that way ever since I was a child. Like, I've had conversation with Klansmen, you know, because... I I just curious, really. Yeah, in it's all uh, it, it was in the early days. It was one of the biggest problems I had with going through the slush pile of podcasts that are submitted to mm. us. Mm. Is just like, please don't submit uh, a Nazi podcast to me, yeah. please. Uh. <laughs> yeah. 
But <laughs> I don't think we're going to have any Nazi podcasts today. Not so, today. Um, now, you <laughs> have podcasts of your own. I do, yes. So I host two podcasts of my own. One is called Shuffology, and it's a music-based podcast where there's three hosts, and we talk, we discuss music. So we pick a theme each week, and then we find songs related to that theme, and we discuss those songs, delve into a little bit of the history about them, why we like them, and hopefully we're introducing new music to some of our listeners. And then my other podcast is actually one of my favorite types of podcast. It's called Wine and Sympathy, and it's basically a conversational podcast. So it's hosted by me and my good mate, Vanessa Bristow, and we invite guests onto the show to talk about the things that they're doing. So our guests range from actors to limousine company owners to doctors it's just whoever we know. And you drink wine. And we drink lots of wine. <laughs> yes. How fucking good. Yes. Yes. Lots and lots of wine. <laughs> okay. Well, let's start with Nick's podcast pick. So uh, my recommendation this week is The Crisis. I think it's just The Crisis, but it's a Vice News podcast. So mm -hmm. the, the Crisis is a show that goes into the, I guess it's kind of the fight for the environment and who controls it and at the center of it uh, are two coal miners who were murdered and this sort of investigates that but also the wider sort of reaches of what the like u.s uh, i guess uh u.s coal mines and environmental like or organizations like the the lengths that they go to implant themselves across the world so this one right. happens it centers around colombia now one of the things that i really really like about this show is that it's actually got two, I say two versions, but it's got all of it in English and it's got all of it in Spanish. So it's actually oh, cool. The thing that kind of caught my eye was that it, it's very, it's more accessible than podcasts that I've seen before. Um, and at the top of the show where it says, so the very first, they make a note saying there is a lot of Spanish language in this, but that won't take away from your experience. It'll only enhance your experience whether you speak Spanish or not. It might even do, it might even do more for that, for those um, yeah. listeners. But I found this a really fascinating one because I haven't really attached myself to much of, you know, environmental or climate podcasts. I tend to just let Zane do all the work. And I'm like, <laughs> this is good. This is great. Um, but this one, <clears throat> excuse me, is it's not just about the environment. It is very much about like the Colombian Civil War, which you learn about as well. Honestly, I have no idea about that. I'm an idiot. Um, <laughs> but there's also just obviously lots and bits and pieces that sort of make up. So this. is it is it a like a fixed a fixed run podcast that kind of takes this one starting off point and follows through or Pretty is it much. kind of like we started here and now we're going through Colombian environmental issues and civil war yeah and it's very much it it's interesting because it sort of focuses on like Colombian and U US unions and how what kind of influence they yeah, have and yeah. don't have um, and then it sort of goes into like investigating the actual murder of these coal miners right. and then what uh, how how do I say this? See, this is too fucking early. Um, <laughs> but how, they're, they're, like, all these just sort of different strands of US and Colombian organizations right. putting themselves into this. So it's this. not building up a story. It's not so much, no, it's telling the story. And then it follows different trails. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I don't think it's going beyond. I think this is it. Like, it's only, it's a fixed six episode show. Yep. Um, and I found it incredibly interesting. I also just, I am all for accessibility when it comes to this sort of stuff and the fact that they've actually 
gone and made like a Spanish spoken version of this. Absolutely, is, yeah. I, I think that's unreal. So it is. It is a, a kind of a burgeoning trend for particularly popular podcasts mm. to have different a different language that's stream amazing. of the same. Um, uh, but yeah, I think, and I think that's something that is going to increase as. I mean, just to increase accessibility. Like yep. there's yeah. so mm-hmm. many people mm-hmm. that speak Spanish or speak French or speak Indonesian mm-hmm. that, you know, you want to I guess it makes access. sense with this podcast because it is set in a Spanish-speaking country. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, it would and make I, sense too. And I do agree that, like, the, 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 at the top of the show, they, they say that it enhances it. And I think it does because it really does put you on the ground as mm-hmm. well. Um, I mean, I don't understand a lick of Spanish, but um, I did have a go. Well, I've done 90 straight days <laughs> on Duolingo. Duolingo. We'll see how much I understand. I was going to say, for those people who are studying Spanish, check it out. Yeah, yeah, this is is, honestly, it probably is really good to learn Spanish, but I have no fucking idea. Anyway, it's called The Crisis from Vice News. Excellent. Uh, Well, if it's okay with Asabi, I'm going to go next. Yes, please do. Um, I'm recommending the Monk Debates podcast. Now, I've recommended a debate podcast before. This is slightly different in format in that it's kind of a bit more linked to current events, Mm. uh, but also it has kind of two streams. So it has like a supporter stream that you get kind of a taste of in the regular podcast stream, but then it also has the debates which are fully available on the podcast. So it's an extension of uh, basically like main stage events. Uh, It's created by iHeartMedia as well as, um, sorry, iHeartRadio as well as, sorry, I need to get my notes up here. See, it's early. Mm -hmm. Look, I I can't be held responsible for for (laughs) not doing my my research properly. (laughs) It's someone else's fault. (laughs) All the time. (laughs) Today, today Blame Obama. Um, (laughs) So the the live events are done by the Monk Foundation and Attica Productions, and then the podcast is supported by iHeartRadio. And yeah, so they have lots of very interesting things and very diverse topics as well. It's not always political like the debate podcast that I've brought yep. up before. They've done things like We Are Not Alone in the Universe and then they get actual experts from the field uh, to basically give a TED talk on why they think mm. one side of this argument and then the other gets a, a chance to answer to that and then they kind of go on and it's very civilised, it's not very combative um, and then it just lets the audience make up their, their mind at the end. That's um, pretty cool. So yeah, <laughs> so yeah like a couple <laughs> topics are get ready for a big long-term surge in inflation, yes or no, or oh, we're not alone in the universe. Um, there is no credible military defence of Taiwan in the face of Chinese aggression. There's I a big that's one. Probably true. Mm. Plato, not Aristotle, is ancient Greece's great ph- greatest philosopher. <laughs> so it's very diverse, uh, very interesting. And then the members only basically pick three big issues, and then they the the moderator of the events and a couple of journalists basically deep dive into what this means. Um, so it's kind of a current current affairs uh, podcast as well. Um, I found it very informative. How come it's called the monk, like the monk debates? Is there a reason for that? I believe the Monk Foundation is uh, basically the estate of a person called Monk. Oh, right. And okay. So the Monk Foundation started sense. these debate debates. events, which became a podcast. Oh, nice. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that cool. makes sense. Because I'm thinking, is there a monk involved? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I, and I will say it's spelled, When does he talk? <laughs> it's spelled M-U-N-K, oh, not M-O-N-K. Oh, Monk. Not, yeah, okay. 
Well, they're pronounced the same. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so that that's what I'm recommending. Uh, I really enjoy it. This is kind of my wheelhouse, though. Um, science and and history. So, Asabi. Yes. What are you recommending? This oh, week? this top podcast. Um, <laughs> actually, I do believe it is. <laughs> it's called MuggleCast, and it is what probably one of the oldest podcasts out there. It's been going for about fifteen years now. Holy and shit. Uh, yes, I, I it was one of the first podcasts, and I've been listening to it since. It started. It was born out of the MuggleCast website, which was, mm. I think, the very first Harry Potter fan. I was going to say that's one website. I remember it being one of the biggest ones. Yes, yeah. it was one of the biggest ones. It was started by Emerson Sparts, I think his name was, and or is he's still alive? And he was only eleven years old when he started the website. And so that website, in the craze of Harry Potter back in the late nineties, was mm. kind of the go-to place for all of your Harry Potter information. Me being a huge Harry Potter fan, that was where I would always go. And you could find fan fiction, you could find little articles about things, you could learn upcoming information about what was happening in the Harry Potter world. So they discussed the books and then the movies came out. And then 15 years ago, these kids, because they were like 14, 15 at that time, they decided to start a podcast because it was like the new thing. The new thing. Yeah, yeah. And so they created this podcast where... They talk about different topics relating to the Harry Potter books and films. Um, the podcast is weekly now. I think for a while they they cut back to maybe monthly or every fortnight. But they've since started a Patreon and they get sponsorships so they can put the podcast on weekly. And it's kind of funny to listen to them because, I mean, I've been listening to them since they were kids and they're now <laughs> in their 30s. <laughs> and they're still doing this, you know. So it's um, I enjoy listening to it. Like I drive a lot as a freelance musician. So when I'm on long drives, this is what I put on in the car and it keeps me up to date with what's going on with the film. So they've moved into the fantasy. Fantastic Beasts franchise and they talk about that they get access to actors to directors um, they haven't had J.K. Rowling on ever I don't know if they ever will now <laughs> but, so, um, but for it, for the Harry Potter fan and anyone who loves that Wizarding World universe this is a great podcast to listen I'm to I'm very interested in what content they produce weekly about Harry Potter yeah. because like there's a one movie every two years mm-hmm. how do they yeah. well there's what, lots of when so when the books were still coming out there were mm. lots of theories about things right Fair, of like what's yeah. going to happen and you can spend an hour debating one theory or discussing one theory so they talk about different theories they talk about outlying characters that you may only hear the name of they talk about people who are doing things in relation to the wizarding world so yeah. there's a book that's just come out which is kind of like the witch wizard book in the novels which explains every single character in the wizarding world so there's a a, you know so they talk about the illustrated editions that come out they talk about the actors they they recently did an episode where they talked about um those people who were adults when the books first came out and how they dealt with being a fan and going to the midnight parties as adults when they're surrounded by all these kids, you know. and Awkward is how they felt. They yeah. felt I didn't feel awkward. Because <laughs> I went, I went to those midnight parties. I am queen of the Harry Potter fans. And, and you know, and, and no one, like I never felt that anyone was looking at me like, where are your kids? <laughs> never cared. Um, they, let's see, a recent episode they did discussed uh, what things they would change, like what plot holes okay. they saw, what things didn't make sense to them, you know, you know, like one 
of the hosts was like, I wish that, you know, when, when they show the kids outside of school, they're wearing just regular modern clothes. Why aren't they wearing robes? Yeah. You know, but then there's sometimes because these kids have been so immersed in it for so long, half their lives, pretty much. They miss some things, you know, like they there was no discussion like in that particular case. Well, what if they're muggle born? Yeah. You know, if, if you're muggle-born, you're not going to be <laughs> wearing robes all the time. You're going to wear normal clothes. So, I don't know. If, if I had the choice of just wearing robes all the time, I might do really? it. They do look pretty lush. I I'm might not going to lie. It. Yeah. I mean, sometimes. That's the thing. Like, you know. If I wasn't living in like a tropical climate, yeah. I might just wear a cloak all the time. Uh, yeah. Well, just see, I grew cloak. up singing in choirs where I had to wear <laughs> robes. <laughs> I did not enjoy it. <laughs> so, uh, I don't know. Nick, so are anyway. you a Harry Potter fan? Um, I am. I haven't... I mean, I've read all the books and watched all the movies and all that sort of stuff. I could not attach myself to the Fantastic Beasts stuff. Um, mm. Lots of issues there, but that's beside the point. I do really love Harry Potter, though, because, I again, we, we all grew up with it. Like, I remember getting that the first book when I was nine. Oh, my God, you're so young. Um, and <laughs> everyone says that. I'm 30. Like, it's... I'm, I'm getting I'm up. A, I'm, I'm a uh, man. I'm getting up there. But, I, but the thing is, I think, like, Harry Potter to me is very much a... I can remember where I was reading the book, you know? Like, I remember... I remember reading The Prisoner of Azkaban in my garden. Like, I just sat in this random little spot in the garden. Dad was like, what are you doing in the garden? I was like, I don't know, it's just nice here. He's like, okay. That's and then so cool. He would, like, he would be, he would always be a book ahead of me. So mm. Dad would always be, like, reading a book and then be like, oh, he can't can't wait for you to read The Goblet of Fire. I'm like, oh, oh my God, I haven't finished Prisoner yet, Dad. Yeah. So, yeah, I've, I've got an attachment to Harry Potter. So, yeah. I, and I also, yeah, I know of Mugglecast as well. So, mm. yeah. Mm. So awesome. They, yeah, so they've had five over 500 episodes that they've recorded. Fuck no. Yeah, so they've... Is that including Patreon? Because I've got a listing here that says 463 since August 9, 2006. Well, they had their 500th episode celebration. So this Patreon God. may be behind because they... I, I don't know. I'm not oh, sure. Oh, no, no, no. So I'm, I'm, re- I'm looking at their RSS feed. Oh, right. Yeah, so they probably had bonus episodes and whatever. That's yeah, yeah, that's possible. That. That's yeah. possible. Mm. Cool. All right. Well, those are our recommendations. So we'll uh, touch on them again next week. But let's go back to time before now where Asabi was no longer with us and we had oh, some dead I hadn't been born yet yeah. Asabi did not exist in the castology verse <clears throat> uh, to the uh, podcast we recommended last week I would like to start with well let's start with Shane's because yeah. let's let's, let's okay. get that out of out of out of the way uh, and and tend to that so Shane recommended uh, back to one back to one now, <laughs> back to one uh, is a podcast. Uh, basically, it's no nonsense actors talking about acting. Uh, it's from Filmmaker Magazine, hosted by Peter Rinaldi. Uh, and it's basically one working actor per episode uh, just talking the work. So it's not kind of like celebrity podcasts of mm. like, oh, what is, what is it like to go to A-list parties? Or like, mm, mm. what's your relationship with... Chris Evans or whatever. Uh, so like what, one. That sort of stuff <laughs> comes up. At least I, I, yeah, I yeah. don't know. I've only listened to one episode. I mean, but they, in talking about their experience, they do 
talk about who they've worked with or but it's not like it's not a name dropping Mm. sort of thing (laughs) yeah yeah they're they're not pulling a randy jackson yeah so what what did you uh what did you think i thought it was great so as an actor (laughs) um i did not know this podcast existed and it's definitely one that i will subscribe to and listen to because it just from the one episode that i listened to you get a lot of insight into what it's like to be on set what it's like to work with different personalities um they're also episodes where the host who is largely involved in film he's spent time with an entire cast like a theater cast to get an understanding of the rehearsal process and how they go through to prepare for a character Um, so for any actor any aspiring actor I think this is a great podcast to listen to just to get an understanding of what sort of things you need to go through or to get some insight into how you can improve your own skills yeah so I think it's great Nick yeah look I think for me the the when I was listening to it I was like this feels kind of like it's a bit of a satire sometimes because it's so serious it's so uh, acty way yeah yeah and it's like I don't think I'm not going to hold it against it I was like is this kind of like a satirical take on like you wish it was you, you know? wish this, this was the uh... are you trying to say that acting is not a real job look I can't do it so I, I believe in all y'all that can do it so um, but look I think it's I think the thing that really struck me um, with it is that it really does go deeper it's not a surface level thing it really mm, is mm. about the craft which I thought was super interesting um I did actually listen to another episode uh, yesterday, which was the Clancy Brown episode, which I thought was absolutely fascinating because the thing that strikes me of it is that it's he, he spoke less of the the surface level things of being involved in production and you get a lot of insight into behind the scenes mm. about their own craft, their preparation, what they take seriously, what they don't take seriously. And I think the other thing that stands out for me for this show is that it doesn't really pull big guests. Like the big, the guests on here are not, you know, like you've got Chris Evans, you've got, you know, ex actor mm. who's been in yeah. every whatever. For me, I think that is where the appeal lies because they're not going to be like name dropping. They're not yeah. going to be sitting there being like, oh, you know, we were in tropical North Queensland shooting with Michael Douglas, and you're like, okay, like big fucking whoop. Mm. This one is very much about going kind of in, but like into their own backstories yeah. and what they've learned about their craft. And I thought it was really fascinating in that way because. This is stuff that I probably haven't really heard. And the only time you probably really would is on maybe a behind the scenes mm-hmm. sort of thing, like feature out on the old, you know, DVDs. Um, That's what I really liked about it was the, just the way it stripped away mm. the celebrity yes. and the sheen of like, ooh, movies, mm. yeah. movie magic. We don't know how they're made. Yeah. And it just really kind of presented these actors as people doing a job yeah. and how they do it and like how they, how they are successful and how they find worth in, in the job and I think that that's really the important thing for like mm. particularly actors listening to it mm. is just like some some people want to be actors to be famous they want to be the Brad Pitt the the Chris Evans etc they want to be the A-list and some people just really like the craft and I think this is a you get so much exposure to the like celebrity aspects of acting yeah, yeah. this is a really great uh, exposure to those the the, the craft work side, side of it yes yeah, yeah. Yes. Um, so yeah I really like this one I think I I've definitely subscribed to this one. Mm. Um, all right, well, let's move on to let's uh, let's go my recommendation, which was Squanderlust, uh, which is a really fun title to say. Mm. So this is basically uh, 
Uh, Martha Lawton is a money coach and former financial advisor who basically talks to guests and experts about the the emotional and uh, kind of the real life aspects of finance and money. Uh, so what did you think? Isn't money coach and financial advisor just the same thing? A financial advisor tells you what to do with your money and like does the the transfers for you. A money coach is like, okay, you need to get a second job or like, yeah, right. You no longer need a second job. What you need is to, yeah, okay, um, that makes sense. Like a life coach, basically. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So that be, makes sense. like the best way to use your money as opposed to just stick it here, just stick it here. Yeah. They kind cool. of give you the why. Yeah. Financial advisor mm-hmm. is like, these are the stocks that we are going to be purchasing. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Jesus. Okay. And yeah, a, a money coach would help you to to make that determination on your own yeah Yeah. okay cool um look i I think this is honestly it's a handy show i I thought it was a bit weird that it it seemed to have stopped and then started and then stopped again and it's like have they run out of things to talk about i think the thing that i took out of it was that i felt like i kind of heard this before which Mm. was from she's on the money i'm pretty sure it was the one i got lots of sort of parallels to that not saying that this is a bad show but i was like i feel like i've kind of heard a fair bit of this content before um i think the thing that stands out for me is the fact that they actually do talk about the emotions involved Mm. in Mm. money and talking about money and what you do with your money and how people like how people interpret you know others spending and and all this other stuff and i think that that is the hook that i I really appreciated when I was listening to this because when they started talking about money stuff, I'm like, all right, well, I've kind of heard about this before on other financial mm. shows that I've listened to. So it doesn't offer me much new, but the emotional side of things I think is really strong here. So, um, and also it helps, I think, um, that both of the hosts um, are really, really fun to listen to. Like, it's yeah. just, it's very lighthearted for something that talks about like things that are quite heavy, like emotional, like, like emotional, like finance financial emotion Mm. just made that up um like it can be a tough topic to talk about and i think they do a very good job of handling that in a very light way and not making sort of fun of these sort of emotions they do take that seriously so yeah look it's not a bad show but i feel like i have heard it before yeah i will say this is a a listener submission so this hat was um submitted to us and i believe the the pausing and the whatever was they were doing it independently and now they're doing it with a studio oh okay <clears throat> cool awesome. um and also of course covid yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah it makes yeah. it difficult naturally, naturally but yeah i think the reason i like this one was just because it kind of like it, it's literally there to strip away mm. the kind of taboo mm. around money yes um yep. Because that's money is still something that we don't like to talk about. Yeah. And yeah. particularly specifics of money. Mm. Just like, oh, I'm doing okay. It's like, yeah. what, is exactly. it, what does that mean? Exactly. Um, and I think mean? it's, so I didn't actually listen to the episode, but just wow. in scrolling through and seeing what it's talking about, uh, as you said, money is a very taboo subject in our society. So this type of podcast is a good one to, for those people who have a fear of discussing it with someone, mm. it's a good way to learn what to do and what not to do. Yeah. And I also think, I think one of the, one of the uh, episodes, I can't remember which one it was actually, cause I listened to it a few weeks ago, but when you talk to, I think that there's the fear that, that comes across with talking about money is when s- some people talk down to you about how you spend your money. Yeah. Yes. And I think people don't want to be spoken down to. They don't want to be treated like an idiot because they bought, you know, a skateboard, for example, which I did. But beside the point, <laughs> but like, Could I don't you like, afford the skateboard. <laughs> probably not. Well, no, but, but I mean, totally worth it. <laughs> but it, people don't want to be treated like idiots because they've spent yeah. the money how they sure. wanted to spend it. And yeah. I think there's that's an I, interesting I think thing. The that episode you're talking about is money shame. Yes, that's yeah. the one. Yeah. Very good episode. Yeah, that, that was a great episode. Was, yeah. I really, really enjoyed that. Um, yeah. 
Cool. Okay. Well, that was uh, Squanderlust. So let's go finally to Nick's recommendation. <laughs> My recommendation uh, is Power, the Maxwells. Now, I can't remember if I mentioned this on the previous um, episode. I, I When I re- recommended this, I actually hadn't listened to it. Because, you, did, you did mention yeah. it. And that's why I forgave you yeah. immediately when Thank I you. listened to it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Power, the Maxwells um, is a, a show about uh, Ghislaine Maxwell and her father, um, now, for those that aren't aware, Ghislaine Maxwell and her father and the Maxwells really are just massive pieces of shit. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you go into this, you'll probably go, yep, I know that the people central to this story are pieces of shit. Um, the, the, th- <laughs> the difference here is that it explores um, Ghislaine's father, Robert, uh, and how much of a piece of shit he was. I love saying piece of shit. Um, I've noticed. Uh, <laughs> and one of my favourite things is that I think there's a few ad breaks in the show as well that really, really want to punch home the fact that Maxwell, uh, the fucking Robert Maxwell is a piece of shit. Um, but this goes into um, his history and whether that influenced how Ghislaine acted. And again, for those... Uh, where Ghislaine Maxwell is Jeffrey Epstein's like alleged partner in crime. Actually, yeah, right hand, one hundred percent is a partner in crime. Yeah, but right. yes, uh, what do we think? Well, I'm I'm happy because my contribution <laughs> to this will be really short. Um, <laughs> I had no idea who I didn't even know how to pronounce her name. Ghislaine Maxwell Ghislaine. was. Mm. I, I was just like Gislin. What is this? Um, <laughs> Jeffrey Epstein. I have heard of. Oh, go away. Sorry. Oh, oh thanks. Um, was that your Siri? <laughs> yeah, my my watch pulled up. My watch pulled a Liz because Liz is to the same. <laughs> oh, nice. Um, I don't pay attention to this sort of stuff. I could care less. And when I saw what it was, I was like, oh, yeah, nope. <laughs> Not my thing. I don't care. Like, why Why would you want to know about this person's dad? Like, mm. apparently, what does it say? There's a thing that says that his legacy is still being felt today. I don't feel his legacy. I don't know who he is. I don't care who he is. So this is definitely not a podcast that I will be listening to. That's probably a healthy response yeah. to this podcast, Asabi. Yeah. Because, I mean, it, it's basically rich people acting badly. Right? I um, don't care. And while, like, I know who Ghislaine Maxwell is and, like, I've listened to the Jeffrey Epstein podcast and whatever, this podcast... While I didn't like, I would have been interested in mm. it, uh, just based on the content. It, the presentation is almost unbearable. It mm. is presented in like an e news documentary mm. style. Oh, that's annoying. Um, coming back to kind of like a, a narrator who's like overly interested in what's going on, and then this happened, yeah, and and like, yeah, it does have some uh, some cutbacks to like uh, first hand material and recordings. But I found the presentation like just uh, and, and and kind of the sensationalism of the the acting poorly um, mm. just kind of made me uncomfortable. So I got through two two episodes, but I don't think I'm going to go back to this one. Yeah, like I said, full disclosure. When I read, yeah. I was like, oh yeah. shit, this could potentially be interesting because I, I, the only reason that I was interested in it was because. I think it's more a lot along the lines of Ghislaine's association with like the spy networks, yeah. which I thought yeah. this is what it would go into. So I recommended it being like, hmm, yeah, this is 100% spies. what's going to happen. Fucking spies and shit. And then I was honestly horribly wrong when I actually listened <laughs> to it. And I was like, well, fuck, I can't change the recommendation now. So 
Yeah, honestly, not my honestly probably one of the worst recommendations that I've ever <laughs> I've ever given. Uh, and Asabi, I'm really sorry. Oh, That's actually, okay. no, I'm not. You haven't listened to you it. You know so what? Okay. I I I think I accidentally I was listening to the Clancy Brown episode yeah. back to one, and my finger accidentally hit something and it changed, and I was like, "What the hell is this?" <laughs> and that's what it was, and I was like, "No!" And I stopped it yeah, quickly good. and went back to one. <laughs> Bullet dodged. Yeah. Well done. Yeah. Awesome. Well, those are our reviews of last week's podcast. So let's just go over the podcast that we recommended this week. Uh, Asabi, your first recommendation was Mugglecast. Uh, so that's a 14 year long roughly Harry 14 15 Potter year yeah. podcast mm-hmm. um nick uh, i recommended the crisis and i recommended the monk debates podcast so join us next week where we will review those and recommend three brand spanking new podcasts with a theme next week so look forward to that it is a theme oh yeah, it is just <laughs> for next, next literally week. The theme yeah i, I know like, i was to say I, I looked at that theme and i went i have no idea <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, I've been Zane C. Weber here with... Nick Bleeker. And... Asabi Goodman. And keep listening to podcasts, everyone. What we do here is go back, 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 back. And we're back. And we're back with another episode of... Wait, 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 James, James. They might not know who we are yet. Oh, right. This is a promo. Well, I'm James. And I'm Matt. And together... We're the Bros and Brews Podcast. We're coming at you every week with worldly discussions, an art meets life questions podcast. What three albums would you take to a deserted island? How comfortable are you with sex and sexuality? Is it ethical to have children? What actually makes a great actor? We use our personal experiences, the craft of acting, and pop culture as a springboard to discuss everything. From uncomfortable truths, demonized issues, and problems often swept under the rug. But don't worry. We have fun along the way. Come join us for our weekly check-in. And we'll see you next time. Peace! Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello? Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs>